Welcome to this edition of the IAAI's CFITrainer.net podcast. Today, we have a mid-year update on the IAAI's new initiatives and ways for you to get more involved with the organization. As a membership organization, the IAAI benefits from the diverse experience and expertise of its thousands of members. By volunteering on the IAAI's many committees and special projects, members can contribute significantly to the mission of the organization and at the same time enhance their careers and make an impact at a national and international level of their profession. A few examples of current committees include strategic planning, website content, education, training, and wildland arson. Special project needs are ongoing and often undertaken at the suggestion of a member One current need is for volunteers to support the Arson Awareness Week special project. In addition to committees and special projects, the IAAI has a new volunteer opportunity, a liaison program. The IAAI created this liaison program to enhance communication with other organizations in the fire investigation field. An IAAI member who is also a member of another organization in the field can be appointed the liaison. This liaison keeps abreast of priorities, initiatives, and activities of both organizations and assists in aligning both organizations to work together where mutually beneficial linkages are found. The liaison touches base with the IAAI a few times a year about what the companion organization is doing and suggests how the IAAI may be involved, bringing these opportunities directly to the attention of the IAAI executives. The International Association of Arson Investigators is actively seeking volunteers with specific interests and strengths, so these can be leveraged in both existing and new initiatives. New committees are frequently formed, special projects begin, and new connections with the organizations are made. If you have a special interest, an area of expertise, an idea, or see an opportunity, contact Deborah Nitsch at the IAAI. It's a great opportunity for you to give back to the profession, make an impact, and enhance your credentials. Now we're pleased to have IAAI's president, Roger Krupp, with us on the podcast to give you a mid-year update of the IAAI's activities during his tenure. Roger, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good to be here. Tell us a little bit about this new program you're working on to generate liaisons with college fire science programs to develop you know, our, our professionals of the future. As a uh, graduate of Eastern Kentucky University years ago, I uh, was looking for something myself to continue my own personal development, and my uh, instructors, Ron Hopkins, one of them, had directed me to uh, the IAAI and NAFI, and um, I joined both organizations and strived to get both their certifications to continue my own professional development. And with that, I was thinking, you know, it'd be nice if we could Start something for students to give them a leg up, getting involved in it early while they're actually studying, become a fire investigator. With that, I thought, well, there's only a handful of schools that actually have fire investigation programs, so I thought if we develop a uh, system where we allow them to uh, join the IAAI at a reduced rate, make it affordable for them and give them some benefits like our magazine and the other thing was to uh, introduce them to the local chapters once we start getting more of them involved will reach out to the local chapters for connecting with them to invite them to their local seminars and things like that so they can network with the local investigators. Yeah, I think that's a real big part of it that's uh, very exciting. I mean, the magazine and some of the information and the resources available through the website are, are great, but I think, you know, you mentioned the networking. To me, as somebody coming out of college, it was great to know people in the industry where I was headed, uh, and that sounds like 
something that's even more important today uh, with all the competition out there for jobs. Yeah, I think it's real important today that they have that networking opportunity. I think uh, we had a group of students, you know, participate in our poster contest and were able to uh, network at our ITC last year and meet with investigators and companies. And I even understand a couple of them that were there got job offers. So it was a great opportunity for them. <laughs> That's a great story to hear because I was going to ask you, you know, how's it going? How has it worked out? And it sounds like uh, like it already is. All right. What talk a little bit about something I think that's relatively new here. It's the enhanced chapter. What does it mean, and, and what are the benefits? Local chapters do a great job, and we need to be more connected with them. And the enhanced chapter program is one way to really get connected with the chapters, and for the chapters to get connected with us. And one of the main benefits is the the IWI office handles all the membership billing for both the chapter and the international. So. Enhanced chapter members get one invoice a year for both their international and chapter dues. A lot of guys and gals talk about the budget issues, and their departments will only allow them to join one professional association. And by receiving one invoice, you're joining two associations for one. So it's a great benefit. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, it it seems to me when I've talked to a lot of association people, at the chapter level or state level very often, it's so difficult to handle the overhead and deal with the business needs as well as, like you're saying, uh, you know, being able to have all of the benefits of an international member, I, I think, is, is great news for folks out there. And it's also a benefit to the chapters. We found that the chapters that have joined us, they've seen a great benefit of increasing their own membership. Yeah, and I think to our listeners, you know, it's really important to understand that that international membership, you know, it turbocharges uh, your involvement with the IWI and with the fire investigation industry. The connectivity that we've had with the chapters has been so incredible with our ability to produce content. A lot of the folks that are chapter and international members are often reached out to for assistance when we're developing these. So we end up going out to a place where they might be doing a training fire or where they have an expert or out to their state or city and uh, and getting them involved. So it's just been it's just been great to see and, and really shares the expertise. Yeah, and that is one of the nice parts about it. We rely on those, and we have a lot of people that get involved and volunteer their time and their expertise, which uh, benefits us all, and it's really refreshing. There's another benefit um, that is going to be rapidly building, and we've heard a lot of people saying, hey, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing with the website at firearson.com? There's been a lot of redesign and a lot of interface that's been going on between the website and CFI Trainer. But you had some concerns and others had concerns about what are we going to do with the website? It, it needs content. Can you, can you talk about what you've done? We just, at the mid-year, we appointed a um, website content committee. It's headed up by Chris Clark from the UK. And that's what we really want to get our own website to is becoming the, the resource that we say it is where an investigator can go there and find information that's relevant and this will be a benefit to the members. I mean, it'll be on the membership side, but a resource library type setup. Okay, so folks out there keep an eye open, and it's it looks like in the first quarter of next year, people will start seeing things that are showing up in that resource or reference material area on the website. Um, I think another benefit, you know, we always talk about networking, um, and there are a lot of folks that are outside of, each specific investigator's core. One of those areas that's huge is the insurance industry. Can you talk a little bit about the interface with the insurance industry? 
all sorts of people that get involved in the fire investigation. And insurance is one of the important ones, obviously, because most fires are insured. So we're trying to reach out to them. And one thing that we haven't really touted too much is our IWI Fire Investigation Technician Certification. IWI FIT is a perfect certification for the insurance profession. It's perfect because it's designed to give that person who is maybe not necessarily the lead origin and cause person, but they need to know about the origin and cause and what's going on and who's doing it and how they're doing it, making sure they're doing it correctly. And with the IWI FIT, it gives them a good background in that. I even heard a couple of people talking about how folks in the insurance industry who might be involved in managing fire investigations, not being the fire investigator, might find it helpful to have the fit because it gives them a base level of knowledge that they can use to better understand the jobs that are being done. Absolutely. There's a lot of companies, even their SIU guys, they're not the necessarily the lead origin and cause guy, but they're managing the, the origin and cause and investigation and the fit does give them that perfect base to be working off of. So you're in Texas. Yes. You want to talk a little bit about, I don't know, something that's happening around your visit with the Texas Fire Marshal's office? Yeah, I had the opportunity to meet with the Fire Marshal Chris Canelli down here. And um, he, in fact, wrote a, you'll see a new article from him, kind of explaining what's going on in Texas. I'm sure we're all familiar with uh, the Willis-Willingham cases that prompted some changes down here in Texas that they're working on right now. And we formed a committee. Chris is going to be one of the members of that committee. We're going to kind of look at coming up with maybe like a model-type resource for other fire marshal offices that are going to be facing in the in the near future here or have already started seeing it are some of these older case reviews and to be prepared and kind of how to handle those and be ready for them if they come to your state. So bringing more of this sort of systematic approach, um, scientific method, overview or oversight uh, to the investigations that not only are happening now, but have happened in the past? Yeah, exactly. And uh, one of the key things that Chris and I talked about was uh, obviously the need for training and education. That's the core of a lot of his efforts are bringing the training and education up to speed. And he's getting a lot of good cooperation from the city managers and chiefs and his own state people that provide the funding that understand that in order to stay on top of fire investigation, you have to continue your education and training and be up on what's out there in the world. And it's an important part, and that's why he sees the IAAI as a great resource, because we provide some of the world's best training. It was just really nice to see something happening again, you know, where the international is reaching out into a specific state dealing with pretty hot issue and, and where benefit will be seen by the country. Chris was very complimentary of the IWI and the, the training that we provide, and, and he's looking forward to uh, working with us and what he's doing down here in Texas to, to bring world-class training to their investigators. It looks as though what's been happening between you and, and Rodney and others that have traveled around over the past, you know, the recent years is that the overall international membership is growing um, 10 to 20 percent a year against all odds, while most associations are not growing um, or really concerned. I mean, it, it must feel good. Yeah, it does. It, it feels good. And I think a lot of that goes to uh, those that really understand that it's a profession and they want to be a part of the 
lead professional organization in their profession. And really, it gets back to the basic core is providing good training and education opportunities so that they can maintain their uh, expertise. In your words, and, and you know, you had a friend sitting across from you or you had a, a college graduate or somebody who's about to, co- to graduate college right now, and you had like 10 seconds to say to them, you got to join, and this is why. What would you say? If this is the career path you want, you want to be a professional fire investigator, you got to want to be a part of this number one leading association in the world for fire investigators. It's where you need to be to stay on top of your game. Perfect. Thank you, Roger. That concludes this podcast. Thank you. You're encouraged to contact the IWI at firearson.com or call 800 800- 468-4224 to explore volunteer opportunities. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time on CFITrainer.net. For the IAAI, I'm Rod Ammon.